Welcome back, Select Few Podcasts. Today we have Sal's famous, the the long awaited podcast. Um, today we're going to be going over his life story, uh, his process, and kind of just you know him him as a person, what encompasses that, and his struggles. And so I'd like to uh, just get right into it. Just. I know you were uh, so right now. You're a successful artist. You're you're doing it. You're <laughs> you're the man. Thank you. Very kind. Yeah. So, but before <clears throat> that, you know, six seven years ago, you were homeless. Mm-hmm. Yes. So tell us about your your come up, how you got there, the things yep. that that you know changed you to get to that point. Uh, I just want to say thank you for having me, Walt and uh, Eric. Appreciate Absolutely. y'all. It's uh, it's great, a great it's experience. Um, glad that I, I came out here. I, like I told you guys off the off air, I, I don't get all, go outside my comfort zone. But this yeah. has been really cool, man. It's been a really good experience, and you guys seem like really good dudes. And while well, you're super inspiration, um, yeah. So basically, um, I mean the the long story of it all is basically like, um, you know, I grew up in East Dallas. My mother's from New York. My dad's from. Uh, East, East Dallas Lakewood area in, in, in Dallas, Texas. And uh, basically, um, you know, he was in fashion. My mom was a hairdresser. So my mom back in the day made a lot of money, da 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 da. Then she had me and my sister. And then, like, they started to struggle. And, um, you know, lower middle class, but still had a decent life. My dad worked all the time, which I can relate to your story, but he didn't make the money you made. So, like, I didn't have a, uh, a relationship with my dad really until I was 15. Um, when I was like kind of almost into, I guess, high school, mm-hmm. right? Um, then he had like time off. And then I got to really know my dad, uh, my father very well, as far as like, he spent time with me, you know? Um, and then going through high school, I'd never know what I want to do with my, my life, but I went to an art high school and I just followed my sister. My sister is a great artist, da, da, da. And um, I just was like, man, I'm going to apply to a, a college in, in Manhattan because she did. And I got accepted. It was the only school, SVA. And I still have, my mom has the acceptance letter to this day. I went out with That's her nice. for Mother's Day um, to Ocean Prime, which I felt very proud to do. Because my mom, my Puerto Rican mother has never been to Ocean Prime. So uh, <laughs> uh, basically, and I love my mom so much. She's great. Um, but yeah, so um, I, I got accepted, but I couldn't afford it. In college, you know, you don't go to college, you're a loser, basically. You know sure. what I mean? I was trying to tell somebody that the other day, and they're like, well, not necessarily, but I'm you're, like, no, you're no, no. You're still figuring out your path. Right, correct. But, like, you know, if you don't go to college, especially back in the 2000s, right. it was like your family's, like, you're banking. You're a loser. Yeah, like, and it's not meaning you're going to lose in life. It's just that's the, that's the, 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 what do you call it, the scarlet letter they put on you if you don't mm. go to college, you know? Yeah. So then... I was like, I got accepted, but my, my parents had gotten divorced at the time. So my sister went with my mom and my dad. I was under his umbrella. And on paper, he, these are just like, I'm paraphrasing. It, he made money on paper to where he could pay my tuition or whatever sure. you call it, right? And so he was like, I can't afford it. So cool. So I was like, I told my mom, like, fuck it, I can't go. Can I curse? I'm sorry. Sure. Um, so. Oh we're, yeah, we're, our audience don't give a shit. We're accepting, okay. <laughs> accepting <laughs> of all types. Here. Yeah, yeah. So I was like, my, I, I, I can't, I, I can't do it. She's like, don't go then. So then, um, didn't end up going to college, and then I moved to Boston because my cousin lived in Boston. He lived in Roxbury, where Malcolm X is from. It's a very 
very Puerto Rican at the time in 2002, very Puerto Rican black neighborhood, right? Okay. So, and my cousin is half on my dad's side, my cousin's half Mexican, half white. So I went out there with him and I looked very Puerto Rican. I didn't understand that till then. So then I'm, I'm walking to work in a three-piece suit and shit, going to like some high-end um, uh, clothing store, which a bunch high of Irish. Sears. I Well, no, no, it was like, no, it was like super high-end. Like all the Irish and Italian people work there, right? Yeah. So I'm going to work every day and these Puerto Rican kids from the block are just like talking shit to me. And I'm like, oh, what the fuck? So I didn't love it going in almost a year. And so I moved back. And then I was like, you know, my Move sister- Move back to Dallas. Texas? Dallas, okay. yeah. Okay. And my sister um, lives in New York, or at the time. And so I was like, you know what? I'm going to move with C. My sister's name is Selena. So I moved there. And then we started doing our fashion thing. And we're a year and six months apart. So we started doing our fashion thing, right? Boom, boom, boom. No big deal. And then- um, Now, when you say fashion thing, are uh-huh. you like, you're just wearing the stuff that's that's- in style, are you guys making your own clothes? So my sister and I, we come from a very eclectic family. So yeah. we basically like, we wear whatever the fuck we want to wear. Right. You know what I mean? So like, and not to sound like cocky about it, but she's always, my sister's always been a fashionista. And then like mm-hmm. me looking at her, she's my older sister. I'm like, oh, right. I want to be like that. Yeah. So I just do whatever the fuck I want. I'll wear wild shit. Right. And, but she's more wild than me. And so we were just like, we just want to like buy clothing mm-hmm. for like people like in Japan and shit that are like kind of ahead of the curve. Dude, Japan has... Japan is always like ahead of the curve. Oh yeah, fashion wise. Oh yeah, oh, you're, for sure. you're, they're just yeah. they're on it. Yeah. So so you're from you're, the just, you're you're piecing together shit you like. <laughs> oh for sure. Yeah. Dude, Kanye West is from the future, man. <laughs> no, yeah. I mean he's he's wearing he's wearing sock boots right now. Dude, yeah, I'm like, they're, yeah, they're I, a little. I can't, I can't wrap my mind yeah. around the shit that they're I mean, wearing. Sometimes yeah. you gotta throw yeah, shit dude. at the wall and see what it's happens. It's wild. It's yeah. wild. Yeah. So then, so we started kind of like doing like an we want to do like an online thing, and a lot of our clients were like Japanese, and I kind of was doing repping brands and all this other shit, and then. Basically, the air ran out of the tire, man. I was like, yeah. I was basically, if you know New York, there's so, if I had to, so there's Queens, Manhattan, Brooklyn, right? So if you would catch, I would literally do this after I was like, my sister kicked me out. I was crashing on this Indian dude's couch. He was a very sweet guy. I can't remember his name. Dude from The Simpsons? <laughs> Apu? Was it a boo? about Apu? Um, no, but so like the A train goes all the way down and the F train goes all the way like down and up. Yeah. So I'm like, you know what? I can afford to buy a ticket. I'm gonna sleep on the train and I'm gonna, I'm gonna catch all the way down. I'm gonna go all the way back up and do it all over again. And I did that for like two or three nights and it was brick ass in New York. They say brick, like it's very cold, it's hard. And I would sleep on the train like this cause I had my um my stuff, like gear and I hold it like this because um I didn't want to get robbed and I didn't want rats on me. And I, I did that and I was like, this is not for me. It's not it. It's not it. And then I moved to Dallas and I was like, I, I was at the time, I think I was like 28, 29. My mom was like, what do you want to do? And I was like, man, you did hair. I want to do hair. All the wrong reasons. I was like, I like women. I like money. <laughs> right? <laughs> But not barber, like like women's hair, like yeah. white ladies' hair in the chair and shit, yeah. like shampoo. Dude, I did yeah. four years cosmetology, bro. Really? Like, yeah, I wasn't. I, was, I went to high school and I was like, dude, I need an elective. I was like, you know, I'm gonna fill my time 
doing that. It's and I, I mastered fantastic. cornrows, dude, in that three years. Yeah. Cornrows? <laughs> yeah, dude. What? Oh yeah, dude, these little baby fingers, man. I can <laughs> get that braid tight. I didn't know about oh. this about you. Oh, sometimes there's just little things that you just don't need to know. Little, little tidbits, mm. you know. But now, now that it's flowing, now I feel like I'm gonna be a fashionista like Kanye <laughs> and dude. like him and his sister. You, dude, you'll be you know? here in sock shoes tomorrow. Oh, dude, they're already on order. Amazon Prime three days. <laughs> oh, yeah. They 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 beat me on the two days. So I was like, right. well, I'll take three days. You know, dude, I, I'm just saying it's a good trade to have because like I could do a badass blowout, like it, a blow dry. Like a, it's like, like no matter what you you do with your life, you can always resort back to that. Yeah, you know how to style hair, and right. it, it's like a right. And that's and that's what my mother told me. She goes, "Oh, you can always fall back on it." And this is yeah. part of the part of the thing where it's like when you, when you want to chase something that you love to do, like your parents are always gonna come. You know, they're your parents, so like I can't imagine. tell you, don't fucking do it. Oh fuck yeah! <laughs> like if I had a kid right now, don't be dumb. If I had a kid right now and boy or girl, whoever the fuck they want to be, or alien, and they go, "Dad, I want to be an artist," I'm like, "You're gonna yeah. be broke, right?" And this is an artist. That yeah, like dad, I'm trying I to want, fucking. I want still, to be an artist. Yeah, they're, be like, they're oh, gonna you're look gonna at broke you like you're yeah. stupid. It, this is, but I don't understand. This. I guess this, this is how life is, right? Yeah. Like, you know, you're like, hey, you gotta prove it to me. Um, but yeah, so so then I, I was like, I want to do hair. So I went to hair school here in Dallas. Ogle, shout out to Ogle on Mockingbird Lane. Shout out to Ogle. Yep, and uh, I graduated. You yeah. know, I did my my due diligence. Um, some political crap went so down. So you went in for women's hair. Yeah, yeah, and I was good at it. Damn. I was good at blowouts and dude, like cutting the, hair. The, the price of color, man, dude. You might as well oh, be so, like, like, so I mean, I feel like men's hair would be like you could put your artistic touch, like you know, no, style them up. And, no, no. I hear you, but no. You know how many no? dudes want a line okay. anymore? No. You know, it's not like men, they want the skyline of Dallas. Being a straight man doing hair, women want to know what you're up to. Yeah, <laughs> and this is what got me into this art. Okay, I'm not joking. I, I'm I not agree joking. with you now. I, let me just say this much. So I shampooed this woman's hair one time. I'm just gonna take a little quick detour. So I, I shampooed this woman's hair one time. One, one time, excuse me. Um, there was this Asian guy. His name is Tuan. He's Vietnamese. Okay, gay, gay Asian guy. Little, little, just, just exactly his name. Just what you're thinking. <laughs> exactly, it's Tuan. Like, Hi, my name is he tall like this. My name is Tuan. I'm not joking. That's how exactly I spoke. That, that sounds like he was I'm not. <laughs> hey, I'm not being what, was racist. He, was I'm he kind of like Hispanic there? Because no, that, he, was, he had he, a twang. His name is Tuan. He tall like that. So oh, okay. he goes, "Hey, Sal, I have a client, and she goes to all the med spas with like Oprah and Arnold Schwarzenegger." Okay. This is in Uptown in yeah. Dallas. I go, okay. He goes, you give her because I was shampooing. And I was very good at shampooing. Okay. Oh, yeah. Okay. Scrub the scalp. No, it was massage I'm you the right scalp. now, I... Get deep in there. I'm not, and I'm not... Okay, this is going to sound like a douchebag thing to say. I've had women moan at the shampoo bowl. Oh, my and God. And it's embarrassing. You know, it's embarrassing because I'm, I'm doing it in front of other women or gay sure. dudes that, are do, that do hair. And they're looking at me like, what are you doing to her? And that's I'm like, why your hair... I'm like this. I'm like this. I'm just, Dude, that's why your hands are so damn soft when I touch them. They, yeah. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> My abuelito would be rolling in his grave right now. Um, no, but so like he goes, hey, I need you to shampoo her really well. I go, okay. He goes, I go, how long? He goes, take your time. He goes, she's my VIP client. Make him, make him enjoy it. Yeah. He goes, he goes, my VIP client, right? Yeah. So I go, okay, say less. So I did it. Sure enough. She tipped me 50 bucks on a three-minute shampoo. He comes Damn. up to me afterwards. He goes, Sal. I go, what? What's wrong? What's wrong? I thought I was in trouble. He goes, what you do to her? I go, what are you talking about? She complained? He goes, no. <laughs> she tipped you $50. She tipped me less than that. 
Yeah. Like she tipped him less than that cutting her hair. Right. She tipped me more just for a three minute shampoo. Of course. That's magic fingers, bro. Oh you know, and, and now you're flaying them all over hands. canvas, right? <laughs> <laughs> you know, so so you took your artistic talent from the hair to the so to the canvas. So, so then, so that's that's kind of what I want to know is yeah, how did, how yeah. did you bridge this gap from being a hairstylist yep. to to saying screw it, I'm going to become an artist? Correct. Um, so at the end of my hair career, my best my best mate, he's from uh, Australia. Shout out to Rick. He lives in Philly now. He lived here. Mm -hmm. And he's a touring bassist now with a very good brand. Um, and he and I are on the same trajectory. Like, we're okay. both trying to make it. And we're both right. kind of, like, progressively, like, going yeah. for it. And he goes, um, I, was, I was working at a bar called Single Wide in Dallas mm -hmm. towards the end. So I was doing part-time at a bar, part-time at a blowout salon. So um, basically, I was like, I don't know, some reason, something just told me. It, I woke up one morning and I was like, I want to paint again because I went to Arts Magnet mm. in Dallas. Um, so Erica Badu. So you you uh, painted as a when when did you you painted as a high school student? Yeah, or? but I was I didn't apply myself like I was right. telling you when we weren't on. It was on just air. for fun. It no, it was for fun, but I was I was girl crazy, so yeah. I wasn't applying myself. Yeah. And Miss Chambliss, which is my art one of my art um, teachers, not my direct art teacher, but she was you know, overseeing an art show we were doing, she told me you would never make it in the fine art world in my final senior art season. Uh, my art uh, show of the of the year, senior season. That bitch. She's her senior year. No, no, no. But it's perfect because it's, it's, she was my oracle in the Matrix. She oh, told okay. me what I needed to hear. Yeah. But I still will never forget her because that chip is like a Pringles can. <laughs> yeah. Because I'm like, she told me exactly what I needed to hear and yeah. I love Miss Chambliss for the rest of my life. That's, That's your her. drive. I give her a big hug because I never forget that. It stuck with me from that day. Yeah. Yeah. Isn't it, isn't it wild just how how reinforcing negative reinforcement is? In, sure. in it's crazy. Career? Like sure. you, you know, because that's you, my life. It, it becomes negative like, reinforcement. For sure. My entire existence. Yeah. And then it's like, somehow that pushed me forward. Yes. Yeah, of course. Yes. It becomes and, like ingrained at you in you that I have to prove them wrong. But I, I want to make something of myself. For sure. I'm gonna prove everybody wrong. For sure. Yeah. See it just it got strange for me. Like I had all this negative, you know, things like, you know, least likely to succeed and this and that because he's the class clown and all this. Mm -hmm. And it's like I didn't even use that as as feed for my fire, man. Like that fuel mm. that was burning inside mm. was like unknown to me. Like, yeah, I was yeah. just so used to the negative. Mm. And I'm like, I'm it just, just going brushed, after it, but I'm like, right but it's you. inside me. It's buried so deep down. There's a wall built, you know. There's, sure. drop, there's a treasure box in there with all this yeah. bullshit. Yeah, and it's like, you know, that coal's burning. Yeah, dude. And dude, it, it it lights that fire. You know, I I heard because um, I said I listened to the, the first few. Eric says something very interesting. He's like, is it is it in you already, or is it something learned? It's an interesting question because I have yeah. no fucking idea, dude. Because I, I feel like it's, it's it's in you. It's ingrained in a person. So, you know, if I may, I'm just gonna close up the story real sure, fast. Sure, here, so, go for it. When I told my buddy I wanted to paint, he goes, mm -hmm. "You should do that." At the bar, when mm -hmm. I was bartending slash watching the door, my mom says, "Nothing comes good at the bar." I've closed all my deals at a bar. <laughs> so, were you massaging hair at the bar too? Listen, mom. <laughs> no, <I'm sorry. laughs> Very funny. Uh, no, so so then fast forward. 
I'm back at the hair drying salon and I had done like a piece on my wall that I did like Paps Blue Ribbon. Uh, I smashed all the mm. Paps Blue Ribbon, uh, what do you call those things? The, po- the, the, the cardboards. I tacked them up on my wall and then I painted something on top of it because oh, nice. I couldn't afford a canvas. Yeah. So one day I'm shampooing this woman's hair and she's looking at her phone and I'm blow drying. And so she's like, hey, what do you like to do for fun? And I'm like, what do you mean? She's like, but other than like drink and hang out, what do you like to do for fun? I'm like, other than get drunk and hang out. Yeah, other mean degenerate. Yeah. So I go, I go, I go, well, actually, I started painting. She goes, can I see? I said, sure. I showed her. She looked at it. She's like, that's really good. And I'm like, thank you. And she goes, would you consider doing a commission for my husband's 50th and uh, birthday? Yeah. She told me a story. I would love to do like a visual montage of his life. I said, okay, cool. So I get her number. I mean, my dad's driving me in his car by his house, like leaving his house. We're going to go to Gloria's. So my dad's like, let's get you out of the house and have a drink. Cool. We're texting me and this woman. I'm telling my dad the story. And meanwhile, he's telling me you should just work. And he's like, you know, my dad doesn't know his worth. So he's like, I go, $5,000. Mind you, I haven't done a painting in 10 years other than the painting I showed her. Wow. I said, $5,000. And I'm telling my dad, I'm texting. No, 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 son, don't, don't. Tell her like 500 bucks. I said, fuck that shit. Watch this. And meanwhile, I'm fucking sweating bullets. I don't want to kill this deal <laughs> yeah. because I'm just throwing out numbers. Yeah. So I go, 5,000. She texts me back. Oh, I don't know if that's a bit much. I don't have my allowance. That's how these people talk with money. I'm like, yeah, allowance, <laughs> shit, dude. I'm like, okay. So I'm like, all right, cool. And I go, my dad goes, you shouldn't have said 5,000. I'm like, just be quiet. And I go, all right, 3,500. She goes, can I give you half in cash and I'll buy you a drink and I'll give you the half afterwards. I go, okay. deal. And I looked at the <laughs> deal. I said, oh, see yeah. that? Yeah. See that? You can, you can ask for what you want and get it, but That's call business. your number. Yeah. And I know it's not all about money, but money is nice because it creates freedom. That's, and I'm big on freedom. Exactly. Dude, so, I'm so right there with you. And I'm glad I have the parents I have. I wouldn't take them back for the world because they made... And they're making the individual that you see before you today that's super fucking grateful. So I do not want to act like I'm trashing my parents. I love them both very much with all my heart. But if they did not show me what not to do in life, I wouldn't mm. be here. Oh, facts. I mean, that's so, same here, you know? Yeah. I mean, I, you know, I, I got just wild different, you know, stories as far as my, my upbringing, but similar, you know? Yeah. My parents didn't divorce, but I live in a whole different country than my mom. Mm. You know, for the second half of my life. Mm. And it's it, it's wild because that does something to you itself. And yeah. But there's still a fundamental part of why I'm here. For sure. You know, it doesn't matter. You know, everything that I learned, it's like, it's still, it's ingrained in you. For sure. And, uh, but man, that's that's a dope story. Thank you. Know? you. And that's a, you know, that's that's the biggest thing about this podcast is it's, you know, people, they look at me they look at you, you know, doing stuff for celebrities and this and that. They, and it's they like, look at face value. Yeah, and, and they, it's like... They don't see the journey that it took to get You know, there. they're like, yes, you know, yes, it's, yes. and it's like, well, you always touch base on the Lamborghinis and stuff. And, and I mean, obviously, that's just one of the many cars, right? For sure. But it's like, because that's what people want you to see. Yes. They don't see the yes. tears. They yeah. don't see the struggle. Yeah, man. The cold train ride, right? Mm-hmm. Feeling alone. Yeah. They don't see that shit. You know... I'm sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt you. Clint. No, you're I'm sorry, good. I'm sorry, I apologize. You're Get good. in there. Uh, no, I just, I just remember like, like so I, I posted something on my Instagram recently and it's like Conor McGregor, right? And granted, I don't agree with all the shenanigans he's up to nowadays, but you can't deny the hustle and the success. And that Absolutely doesn't create not. happiness. 
I'm already a happy. I'm content with my life. I'm more happy because I'm making some money, and it, it wasn't it wasn't given to me. It wasn't yeah. given to me at all. Yeah. I had to fight for that shit. So I watched that and I posted that today. Um, sorry, I posted that today, and it's interesting because the way he went about things and the way he talked about things and visualized and this and that. I ran into some people when I was back, like just homeless, like sleeping at the park and cops coming up on me. My parents being like, you can only stay here for a week, which that's fine. I had to fly. They wanted me to fly. But like, you know, having these UFC people that I met at a random bar and them being like, do you know who Conor McGregor is? And this is before he fought Chad Mendez, if anybody knows UFC. Yeah, of course. And then being like, if you, if you hang out with us, this will change your life. And I fucking joined a UFC gym just because I knew the people that worked out there. And I remember feeling ashamed because I had to go there one night and sleep on one of those big ass tractor tires because I had nowhere to go. Yeah. And But then when I got wrapped up in the whole culture of the UFC and the fighters and what fighting actually means other than protecting yourself, it's like fighting for what you want. That's how I took it. It just like changed everything for me. It was wild. So... um the early Conor McGregor years are a big, big part of why I'm like, I'll post certain things and I'll flex. I'm not, I'm not, that's me, but it's also not me. And life is pro wrestling. So I like to kind of like do my little Ric Flair life shit. Life is pro wrestling. It is, it is. And you I, said that all night. It is, <laughs> you know, it is though. It is. <laughs> and, I, and, that, and that's the cool thing. So it's like, you know, you got these belts, right? Flexing your accomplishments, right? Correct. And, and that's fantastic. You know what I mean? It's like for me, for a lot of entrepreneurs out there, Especially once you come into some new money, I call it, right? Or right. or the day you don't worry about a bill. Right. You you start flexing for yourself. Right. It's not even for people to see you. Yes. It's, it's an like, achievement. It's like, you know what? I want to go buy that just because today I can. And Correct. yesterday yeah. I couldn't. Correct. You know, it, it was like when my, my wife and I, we decided to buy a boat. I talked about a boat our entire time together. We've been together since we're 16, 21 years now, right? Mm. And so I wanted a damn boat. And I got so close to a boat, so close mm. to a boat. And the only boats I ever owned... Or ones I was having to flip little to puddle, make money to pay jumpers. bills, right. Right? right? And it's like, she's like, whatever you want, right? And I'm like, well, let's be reasonable, right? You know, because whatever I want is, it's, you know, I've been on people's 70 foot yachts, yeah, you know, and that's yeah. a little baby yacht, but still, yeah. it's like, let's be reasonable, you know what I mean? So it's like, but her belief in me, but I wanted to feel like I accomplished something, yeah, and um, I kind of wish I went smaller, you know. Yeah. Yeah. And so, so for me, every time I hit a milestone, I buy a new watch. So for me, it's watches. And so that's that's me. So I want to watch every year that I hit a milestone. <laughs> but if I don't hit my milestone, I'm not buy, I'm not buying the watch. So next year, if you don't see me with a new watch, I didn't hit my milestone, and next year I'll try again. Yeah. But I'm not gonna quit. Yeah. You know, I don't yeah. I don't need cars. I don't need the clothes. Yeah. I don't need any of that stuff. Right. My focus is family. Yeah. Health. Yeah. You know, watches, watches. <laughs> but so, so, so all the all the free shit though. As far as like so the things we take it, it for granted, that like as soon as like uh, Dame Dash, who I love, he goes, he talks about it, it's like you know, as soon as like family and and freedom and all that, you know, like things that we already have, like once it's taken from you, you'll throw any amount of money to sure. get your health back, to get your family back, yeah. to get all that. So it's interesting that you said that, but. That's so funny you said that because I, I have a, a refrigerator um, and my, my refrigerator is 3-0. and 
Uh, so I was like, I want to, I wanted 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 I put I post things on my refrigerator, you know, like things that I, I want. Okay. Yeah. And so like I had like a, a Jeep Grand Cherokee, right? But the universe yeah. will give it to you when you're ready, and, and it might not happen. So on, the, your fridge is your vision board. Yeah. Is what you're trying I, to say. I, 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 sometimes. Yeah. So I did a, a Jeep Grand Cherokee, and I ended up getting that. And then my next one was like I want a Bronco. Got that. I was like cool. And then this next one, I was like the next big sale. I want this particular watch. And I just landed my next biggest hit. What's that watch? Hey. What's Phillip, the dream Phillip watch? Plan. Plan. I actually bought a watch case because I actually because I like now I'm like getting into watches. Did you buy a winder? I did not. I'm not oh, on their level yet. I did. You gotta buy a winder. Oh, okay. <laughs> you gotta spoil me. You gotta, you, gotta, you, gotta <laughs> you know that way when you when you walk in your closet and they're turning, they're looking at you like. So you did you it. don't have to like reset yeah, it every time, nah. right? Damn it. See, yeah, you, you put it in a winder, man. Game, dude. Oh, dude See, I don't even know that part of the game yet. Yeah, so, I, but yeah, yeah so. I, I had to learn from my brother. There I had no go. idea. I was like, what's an auto wind? Right? Yeah. You're like, you're like, I'm looking for the battery. All right. You know? <laughs> you know? All right. I'm like, I'm looking at Walmart's watches. I'm like, oh, shit. That's <laughs> 1999 watch. Yeah. I mean, I've always liked watches, right? Hell yeah. I mean, Eric can take you back to like, I had like this Rick dude, James he, watch. He used to have like a collection of like, Giant Walmart watch, watches. There was just he had a whole selection of just the most ridiculous, just Invicta giant watches. Okay, yeah. can I tell you something? I'm, I'm let it loose. There is there is so watch culture. I had I being Puerto Rican Mexican. I love the mm-hmm. big ones back yeah. in the day. You, you know, you want to be stunting. Yeah, no, and it's a bad Stunt look. Like it's a bad look. So now when I see an actual good watch, I'm like, God damn, young Sal. Yeah. You were like an idiot. You were such an idiot. It's like when you used to drive back, like all I used to drive all the way yeah. back. Now when I see that, I'm like, look at this dumb motherfucker. Right? And now, like, oh, I used to do that. So, you're I like, do, so I are you that. ten and two in it? I mean, almost. Dude. <laughs> dude, He's I'm, trying I'm, to stay safe, dude. dude. I'm almost having to go ten and two because I'm getting like ten. Why do you think I got it? Back, you know? <laughs> <laughs> so <laughs> I'm trying to keep those cops off my ass, dude. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Don't, don't I got go, a lifted Bronco. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Playing some Toby Keith or some shit. Oh yeah, you know? and you, you're rolling the windows down. God bless Playing the USA. <laughs> my guy, here we go. Let's go. Okay, what were you saying though? Sorry. I don't know. He, he's okay. st- he's still riding dirty, so he knows. Yeah, I'm, I'm super you know? dirty. He's got like three years under me, so I he, he doesn't have it. the tennis elbow and all I those problems it. and yeah, yeah, the yeah. wrist, you know, clicks and yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah. I, I do that so I can stare at my watch while I'm driving. You, you know go. what I mean? There like, you oh, you made it. You know, there you go. that watch ain't gonna change unless you keep going. Yeah, yeah. You know, Hell but yeah. for me, dude, it, it's literally become like smiles, like seeing my kids happy and smiling now, because it's like. Obviously, I spoiled my kids, right? Yeah. The you know the come up was real, and it happened quick. And of course, you know, no mentorships, mm. no people there, no financial advisors. You're just like, you know what? I'm gonna, I'm gonna just keep doing it. Yeah. Fortunately, my wife, she's smarter than me. Mm. You know, so she she was able to say, hey, come out of the clouds. That doesn't make financial. Come sense. out of the closet. Yeah. <laughs> you know, we, no, we, no, no. We've been expecting you, Walter. No. Hey, that's my we, brother. <laughs> that's my brother. Only one closet door in our family. Right. So, but but that's the thing. So you know, fortunately, if I didn't have her, I would have been I would have been broke as shit. 
I, we wouldn't be sitting here right now. Mm. You know, so she helped me make, you know, good financial decisions. Of yeah. course, I had bad financial decisions too, but but now it's like everything's just changed for me as far as like um, I want to reach out to people who did struggle like you, mm. struggle like me, mm. who who can do it, who have the, the drive, determination, the grit, yeah. have all those things, but come from a humble beginnings, right? For sure. And, and I mean, it's... It's, if you don't have a silver spoon, life is hard. You know, yeah, I dropped dude. out of high school. I didn't finish the the my senior year. Hell yeah! I dropped out. My mom I, got I, a GD, GD. I attempted to go to to college. You know, because yeah. I want to be a cop. You know, yeah. be like my brothers. And I was like, you know what? <clears throat> I started popping out kids. Well, I didn't. She did. But you know, I was yeah. involved. <laughs> yeah. And so it's like once we started having children, it's like you know our, our dream was they she needs to stay home. Right? It's too expensive yeah. to put them in childcare. This and that. Mm-hmm. So I started doing two jobs, and it's like. They were my. They've always been my hustle, and so for me, that's always been my drive. And then when I look back now, I'm like, my drive was so big, mm. I lost sight of everything important. Mm. Yeah, that, and, and that, that drive. That's the struggle, bro. That it's, drive yeah. you know, took it's away like, time with you and the kids. Yeah, but I mean, even family. Yeah, you know, Eric and I, we were super close, and dude, last two three years, it's like you know, we don't go mm. to the lake, we don't hang out. Mm-hmm. You know, it'd be like, hey, let's go to Home Depot. You know, you gotta do dad shit. Yeah, it's like, hey, let's go to Home Depot again Dad because activities. I, you know, we went to Home Depot six times on a Saturday, <laughs> you know, because we forgot something yeah. every time. But no. you know, but it's like, so what would you tell these kids now? You know, because you and I were in a slightly different role because I have kids, you don't. Right, 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 right same right. age. Yes, so, yes, yes. How old you know, are you? I'm forty-one. Okay. Forty-one. Yeah. I'm thirty-seven. Oh, you look you know? good. I'm older than you. Yeah, you're yeah. older than me. Hey, Dad. <laughs> Damn. Let's go. I can't believe Let's you're go. forty-one. Yeah, I'm forty-one. Dude. You look yeah. great. Thanks, sir. Appreciate it's, it. It's because you're living. Uh, you're living your truth. You're, you know, you're just enjoying yourself. I don't yourself. know. I think it has something to do with rubbing paint on your body. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah, like, yeah, it's, exploding yeah, paint yeah, on yeah, your body. As our audience is going to see later, the paint explosion he that rocked the world. Yeah. You know, where, where Eric got south. I sal- look stronger than I look, I guess. I don't know. You know? You know, but so we've got to reach these youth. we got to reach these people. Even, these even people. I mean, no, for real. So this you generation fucking. of people who are very misguided, right? I mean, these, these kids that are not graduated yet or they're graduated. Sure. You know, we yeah. need to reach those kids, but we also need to reach people who right now are struggling, who are sure. 40 years old, who are 30 years old, and still trying to figure out everything. I, one of, one of uh, my friends I found the other day, he just got divorced for the third damn time. Mm. Successful Ooh. business owner. That's spicy. He's successful. Mm. Very he, successful. Very, it's, like, it's, very successful. We're talking successful. about the same person. He's yeah. very successful. But it's a like huge company. But and, and and I can't speak for him, but I'm just like I see the writings on the wall. Yeah. Because you get consumed by your craft. Sure. Right? For sure. And so fortunately, you know, I had my moment of just all, you know, all on clarity, mm-hmm. you know, and that was all God willing, but a lot of people don't get that. A lot of no. people will have 3 4 5 wives. Right? A lot of people mm-hmm. are and they're lonely as fuck. Yeah. At 70 years old, yeah. laying on their deathbed, yeah. and nobody showing up to the funeral, not even their kids. Mm. And so that's what I didn't want. And and I didn't want to, because there's no fulfillment. You can have all the money in the world, but where's the fulfillment come For sure. if you can't share with somebody? For sure. You know? And yeah. it's like, that's the one thing I kind of like, I love about, about artists, right? Is your art is going to be everlasting, but the, the passion you put into it, yeah. you know, the drive is there. But it's like, you can look at what you created. 
I have a very sure. difficult time looking at what I created around here. Right. How does it make you feel? It's, what's the what's the difficult time? Dude, it's like I could I can sit around here and it's like you can look at cars and houses like you're, and this you're, and that. It's like I don't feel I don't see I, where did I make it? Right. You know what I'm saying? Right. Yeah. So it's like it's like you know, like to tell my wife, I said, We need to start a nonprofit. We need to do this, we need to mm. do that. Cause you know what? My fulfillment is every time somebody smiles and, and that's off camera. Mm. I don't but want anybody to that's an insignificant smile. You're you're not feeling it. Like you get this tiny ounce of joy. Dude, it's like when it's, I see people come up, you know, it's like you right now. I will be proud till the day I die of you for every successful milestone. Yeah, right? And sure. we just met each other. Yeah. But that's how I feel about just humans in general. Yeah. Is that when they succeed, yeah. I in my heart succeed. Yeah, dude. And I, even if I have no part of it, yeah. I'm just like, that's amazing. And and but but how do you get that for yourself? You're you're projecting your your happiness onto other people. Yeah. I have how do st- you I've still yet to learn it? I've still yet to how learn it. How do you be happy? You're figuring it out. It's life though, right? Yeah, I mean you know? it's like but and, and that's the thing. I think people you, you know, it's like I have no, I don't have all the answers, right? Yeah, no. I, dude, I've spent 18 years chasing a ladder that never ends. Yeah, you know, and it's like, you know, at what point? And think about the billionaires, right? Think about Amazon CEOs and and all these guys. What point does it stop? Right. You know. Yeah. I mean, it stops for them because they start stepping down from their companies and they sure. start living right. But at what point are you actually fulfilled and happy? I know, you know, people say, hey, if you got a whole bunch of money, it's yeah, like, no, and yeah, you're lonely, it's, it's yeah. a lot. It's a lot better yeah. to be lonely on your island, but I beg to differ. Right. You know what I mean? Like yeah. it's so it's like from your own visions, right? Yeah. yeah. Like how how would somebody like me figure out how to feel fulfilled, not by everybody else? So I, you know, I listened to the two podcasts you had because I want to feel the vibe for the show, and um, you know, you say Tupac? Huh? Oh, it was you Tupac. Say, you say I heard Tupac? Tupac. You say Tupac? Did I say Tupac? What'd you say? I said I, I, I wanted to feel a vibe for the show. Did you say the Hansons? I'm not. What, what's, what, <laughs> I don't know what's happening right now? I have no idea what's happening right now. No, uh, the Hansons. Oh, they, they go which hard. Knock me off my path right now, sir. Oh um, no, but it, I mean, you know, I I I can appreciate where you're coming from as far as like you wanted to like you know spend time with your family. Yeah. But you're successful, and yes, you know, you made money, and it's money's not happiness. You have to you know have your happiness, whatever that is to you. I grew up very unhappy and my dad worked his ass off and made no money yeah so it's a weird kind of situation because when i hear what you're saying i'm like well i would rather my dad been like you and then get to know my dad like how i knew him because now i'm an older guy coming into high school graduated whatever but at least i now i have the luxury of being like i can hang out with my dad we don't have to worry for anything i don't i can be like dad let's go to wherever and my dad's like let's go son because my dad his his thing and not talking trash about my father but he was like we're always gonna go we're gonna go to new york for christmas never happened and and it still sticks in the back of my mind it's always tomorrow but then again there's a trade-off like then you're successful and you don't spend time with your kids so i don't know what that answer is but i do know that like everybody needs to find their happiness and not to sound like some woo woo whatever whatever but it's like you need to find what makes you happy. I found what made me happy. I don't know the secret. I don't know anything. And yes, I I do. I have things. I speak things out in my house when nobody's there, <laughs> and I seem like a crazy person. But that I think that's my church. That's my prayer. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I was telling Eric. You know, I don't mind. I love Jelly Roll. Yeah. You know, I almost almost had a connection with him in Nashville via Scattered Brains, who was a great guy. Who's 
one of his producer guys that produces here and there for him. I want to be the jelly roll of the art world. I want people to look at me and I'm going to show you all my fucking bullshit that I've done yeah. and all the wrong turns I've taken, but you can make it. You yeah. can do it. But if only if it makes you happy, if money was not a thing tomorrow, what would you do with your life? That's what I would tell them. What would you do with your life tomorrow? If we could do this all for free, if everything is free and it's like Burning Man and this motherfucker, yeah. what would you do with your life? Oh, yeah. That's I a, would paint. Even though some days I do not want to paint. I paint too. I would do, and you did a masterful job before I had that accent. Hey, <laughs> but before you got south. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I got Jesus. south. But, oh, Jesus. Hey, reach he, out he to us if you want the mark. Got South t shirt. It is trademark, so don't try to bite it off. You know, it's that's a business only right select here. few. <laughs> so, only no, but, one place. But what would you do with your life if if, right. if if this is all for free? What's important? What do you value? What are you gonna make important? Right. What are you gonna prioritize? Right. And if it's building bridges, or if it's you know insulation, or you making belts custom for people because they want to feel like oh, I want to make people feel good. Whatever you want to do, painting faces. I don't give no. a shit. I'm, like fucking like throwing confetti in the air. Like I'm like not prioritizing insulation. But you know what I'm saying, though. Like you know, everybody, <laughs> we, we, like, we like, call <laughs> that the vehicle to success. Okay. <laughs> my, my, my father loves. Selling it pays the bills. My father loves selling clothing. He yeah. like fucking loves it. Like his eyes light up. Yeah. Because he likes putting together outfits because he likes seeing people's faces happy when yeah. they're like, they feel good, they look good. Yeah. He's like, loves it. I don't get it. But that's Dude. not my journey. That's his. Yeah. Two years ago, I decided to go buy, buy custom suits. I bought three suits, right? Walked in there and it's not like- Not for me. No, not yet. Yeah. You know? I appreciate that. I'm waiting for you. I'm waiting for you. <laughs> you know they, they didn't make your size. It suit? was a grown man uh, store. Oh, okay. They you didn't know? have size 30 waist? No, they didn't. <laughs> is what you're saying? No, it started <laughs> at 31. That's good waist size. You know? <laughs> it's a- uh, yeah, I'm not even gonna go there. Anymore. I know, <laughs> you know. Steer clear. Hey, it's only 34. I, I'm look, I look a little thick, but I got pigeon legs. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I'm like, okay. It's not bad, yeah. dude. Two not years ago, it was a 36, but who cares? Yeah, who right? cares? Who cares? Just be you. But you know, it's like so. I went in that store. I got fitted for the first time in my whole life, mm. and I'm like, dude, I felt like a boss. Mm. Like, I of actually course, felt yeah. cool. I felt yeah. good, right? Yep. You know, it's like, damn, I almost want to wear a suit every day. Obviously, yeah. I'm in the wrong business for that because you don't want to wear a suit here. But, yeah. But, you get but every time seal, I put a suit seal on, on your suit. I wore most, more suits in two years. And I'm like, you know, half time I want to wear a damn suit in church. I'm yeah. just like, I just yeah. want to look good. Yeah. Okay. You know? We have to wrap this up. Damn it. But this this is just the beginning. Cool. We we vibe with you so hard, Sal. Yeah, yeah, dude. And uh, we haven't even broke the ground of your your story. Yeah. But... We're running out of time. So, but, and I love Friday, by the way. But He's you know what, Eric? I, we all I love think, Friday. Uh, since we, we cut it short, but Jelly Roll, dude, you're amazing. Inspiration to us all. Hell yeah. We've been Jelly watching your come up personally. Hell yeah. You know, I only talk to God when I got a favor. Dude, fire. Woo. And I use that to literally minister to other people about how oh, we do shit. not talk to God when the time is right. To not ask for a favor, you know, I give thanks every single day ever since I heard your song. Hell yeah! So Hell jelly yeah. roll, awesome, amen, brother. Dude, go I check out special hope, on Hulu. I hope one day we uh, we meet. His documentary's fire, mm-hmm. and jelly roll, we're proud of you, man. Keep it going. Yes, sir. And, uh, we're the select few. Yes, sir. Our boy Sal. Sal's just Sal's gonna be back. There's, all the, there's all no the way artists. we're finishing this up with, if, with if this I may, kind if of I, ending. If I may say, I'm sorry. Yeah, all the ahead. artists out there, do not give up. 
All my black and Latino people, do not give up. You can do it. I came up from nothing. I fought for everything I got. Y'all can do it. And just remember, in order to be the man, you got to beat the man. Hell Cheers. yeah, baby. Facts. Love y'all Signing guys. off. Select few. Later. I got so much on my plate. You know I can't wait. Been not in my line and that's my money on the way. I need all my sex out.